hegemon of masculinity destroying sports. topic today is hegemonic masculinity in sports. I started this not knowing what hegemonic meant, meaning I didn't know what hegemonic masculinity was. I had to kind of go into some deep diving, read some articles, and figure it out for myself. I did find a couple definitions within some of the articles I read. One defined it as dominant masculinity, and that it was the culturally exalted form of masculinity, meaning what the culture viewed as masculine, that's what the hegemonic masculinity was. Another found it as the concept of gender order, seeing the pattern of power relations between men and women and the definitions of femininity and masculinity, and seeing that masculinity kind of came out on top when it came to cultural dynamics. Essentially, Hegemonic masculinity is where stereotypical masculine traits are overemphasized and it plays a central role in sports partly due to the excessive focus on winning. This type of masculinity marginalizes those that do not possess specific traits, including many women and men. Seeing hegemonic masculinity in sports, um, we mainly see that sports are about men and masculinity and that it's made by men for men culturally. We've seen in Western societies how, or in other words, sports is a guy's world. Um, there's always an overemphasis on winning at all costs. Winning is all that matters and hegemonic masculinity essentially threatens values such as respect and loyalty because the stereotype of these this particular type of masculinity enforces such aspects of aggression and violence. Hegemonic masculinity offers constricting and specific ideas of what it means to be masculine. It encourages aggression and violence. It builds this narrative around terrorism and masculinity. It believes that you need to be tough. You need to be competitive. You need to be in the mindset of winning against all odds, making a sacrifice play, winner takes all, kind of making a hero out of all of those aspects behind that. Just seeing that winning is the only thing that matters and it doesn't matter what it takes to win if that even means aggression and violence and hurting others. Not only the competition, but the teammates themselves. In my research, I learned that hegemonic masculinity is something that guarantees a dominant position of men over women. It places women, gay men, feminine men, and men that just don't fit the mold of orthodox masculinity in positions of lower power over the men that fit that mold. Women athletes are often marginalized and viewed as frail and physically weak due to the ideas behind hegemonic masculinity. And where sports is a man's world, women are often viewed as prizes to those that are successful and aggressive acts that are portrayed against these women are often excused as boys will be boys, which is awful to me. 
I hate the phrase boys will be boys and it's so demeaning to women. I know we've been talking about hegemonic masculinity in men's sports a lot, but it's all not only seen in men's athletics. Women athletes um, often must adopt the same attitudes and beliefs and that winning is everything. Most sportswomen are told to win at all costs and place victory at the highest good of the sport. And if they don't, they fear for being fired if they don't achieve winning seasons, coaches, trainers, etc. Women are further limited with hegemonic masculinity. They're often viewed as primarily as sexual objects, as seen in the past with boys will be boys. Um, female athletes are not celebrated for their athleticism skills at all. And in one of the articles I read, the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue objectifies these female athletes and diminishes and trivializes their athleticism. This showing that media portrays athletes as objects that are meant to be sexualized and not athletes who have skill and who have demeanor to be a great athlete. They view it more as their sexual object, not their talent. Important to look at hegemonic masculinity in sports today, especially as more LGBTQ plus athletes are accepted into sport. Hegemonic masculinity poses problems and harms both men and women that don't fit that hegemonic masculinity mold. Hegemonic masculinity is exclusionary. It marginalizes those that don't fit within characteristics um, such as competitiveness and aggression. It perpetuates homophobic, sexist, aggressive, and overly competitive attitudes and subjects athletes to physical and emotional harm. Something that stood out to me that really saw how harmful hegemonic masculinity was, was the Jonathan Martin and Richie Incognito issue that um, the Miami Dolphins had a couple years ago. Um, Incognito was basically harassing Jonathan Martin and bullying him. But I want to go further deep into what the actual story is and talk about it and see how awful and toxic that this hegemonic masculinity idea is even if it's not directly exposed this is how it actually is happening even in our professional sports world incognito and a couple others commonly call him different names and they weren't surprising words to be used by football players but he believed that they were frequently hurled in with demeaning intent the evidence shows that the words that they used, at least at the time, were spoken to Martin in a cutting tone or with the intent to humiliate him. According to Martin, these types of taunts were routine part of his life with the Dolphins. Along with the name-calling and the hurtful words, they sent Martin threatening texts about his sister, 
about how they were going to do obscene physical gestures with her. And during practice, they made obscene physical gestures and made awful comments about his sister. They also sent him texts about his mother that were racist and they threatened to kill her. Martin was convinced that he couldn't stand up for himself and that's why he was being bullied by them. He believed that he had a, he was a pushover, a people pleaser. He avoided confrontation and he just wanted everyone to always like him. He believed that's why he was being bullied. Um, he just was told to laugh it off, take it, not deal with it. And he blamed his life of bullying in middle school and high school. His bullying in high school and middle school made him believe that no one wanted to be his friend and that he was just socially awkward and that he couldn't stand up for himself. The research I did, there was speculation and messages that came out after the whole debacle that some of the coaches had asked Incognito and the other teammates to help toughen up Martin and get him into the fold so that he was more fit and fit the mold of what they viewed to be accept acceptable as a man on the football team. In my research of Martin and Incognito, I also found out that there were other players on the Dolphins that were receiving harassment with the actions of Incognito, Pouncey, and Jerry. Um, teammate Pouncey actually restrained a player who was an offensive lineman in full view of other players in the locker room and jokingly told other teammate Jerry to come get some pussy and that Jerry responded by touching player A in a way that simulated anal penetration. These guys saw this man as portraying more feminine-like or gay-like tendencies in their words that they made fun of him and they didn't see him as a normal man on the football team and he didn't fit the mold. A coach even participated in the bullying as well. During the 2012 Christmas season, Coach Turner gave all of the offensive linemen gift bags that included a variety of stocking stuffers, which unfortunately included female blow-up dolls, but player A that had gotten harassed before in the locker room by his teammates received a male blow-up doll instead of a female. Martin and another player were surprised that Turner did this. Their coach that was supposed to be their person who was supposed to back them up. Um, and he said that Turner had endorsed the humiliating treatment of player A by participating in it. This coach did not stand up for this player, did not help this player out, and just kind of encouraged the harassment. This coach and the athletes viewed themselves as an ideal form of masculine, and they fit the orthodox and hegemonic view of masculinity in football. They viewed Martin and player A as men that didn't fit the mold. This led to bullying, violent actions and remarks to be made in the expense of these two players. Martin eventually left the team in 2013. He ended up checking himself into a hospital after the bullying got too much for him. He came out after he retired in 2015 and said that he just had such bad depression and suicidal thoughts that he couldn't play football anymore. That the bullying that he and not only 
with the Miami Dolphins, but in middle school and high school just had gotten too much for him and it led to him needing to get help and that he could not play football anymore due to this view and this bullying and violent actions that he had endured. Sports reinforce hegemonic masculinity by discouraging men from building deep emotional bonds with others. By building these bonds, they're viewed as feminine or not manly because they have feelings. They promote extrinsic rewards associated with victory and records and encouraging athletes to undergo and inflict physical and psychological injury to these players that they're against in their competition, but also to their teammates who don't fit the mold that they need them to fit to win. Hegemonic masculinity in sport offers restricting notions about the expressions of bodies and limits humans' connectivity by cultivating only expressions of dominance and submission. It's meaning that these men need to be strong. These women need to be strong. You can't go outside the mold. Also, with the views of hegemonic masculinity, women are viewed as weak. And if they exceed that expectation, they're viewed as gay or not straight. Seeing that hegemonic masculinity is such a big idea in athletics harms not only women's sports, but it harms men's sports by viewing that masculinity is the only thing that matters. You need to be strong. You need to be hurtful. You need to be violent. Instead of competing for a beautiful or dramatic performance, winning is all that matters, and ugly wins are sufficient for this hegemonic masculinity view in sports. And the media does not help. In November of 2013, San Francisco radio personality Damon Bruce weighed in on the controversial locker room bullying of Jonathan Martin by his teammate, in, in Richie Incognito. Bruce sided with Incognito, even going as far to say guys like Jonathan Martin, they're the ones that are distracting the locker room, meaning that his view was different. He was not the ideal orthodox masculine man like the other team should be. For Bruce, though, problems like this don't exist. The bullying, the harassment doesn't exist because Incognito and others like him are bullies. They exist because sports have become feminized and that a lot of sports have lost its way. And part of the reason is that women have been giving directions. He blames the inclusion of women and their opinions for ruining the masculine nature of sports. This is such an awful thing for me to hear and read. Women are viewed as frail and fragile, that this man believes that women are destroying sports when in reality, the idea of masculinity and hegemonic masculinity in sports is what's destroying it. Bruce went on to say that sports are set to the dial of men and doesn't mean men only, but that's the setting and he's not going to allow it to be changed. Watching the movie Billy Elliot kind of opened my eyes to what hegemonic masculinity was as well. I really didn't understand it until I went to further reading and watched that movie. Seeing Billy be able to become a ballet dancer and kind of go outside of the ideal role that he was expected to have as a boxer 
because that's what his dad and brother expected him to be. He was able to follow his dreams and be the person he wanted to be. And he actually helped encourage his friend be the person he wanted to be, even though they didn't fit the orthodox role. In my opinion, hegemonic masculinity is such a awful thing that has happened to sports and that it really does destroy athletics and sports. In today's world, we need to be able to put that idea aside and that it can't be stereotyped. Masculinity is not one thing. Masculinity has a variety of different types and that one type that has that stereotype that you need to be aggressive, you need to do this, you need to do that, you need to be sexist, you need to be homophobic, blah, 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 blah. I don't think that is okay anymore, especially in today's world. I feel like as a society, we are starting to change our views and change how we see the world, that hopefully this hegemonic masculinity gets changed. The one that we are seeing now in athletics needs to go. And the fact that we are allowing more and more things to happen and allowing it not to be stigmatized is helping. That we're allowing women to be strong and powerful. We're not objectifying them. We're celebrating them for their talents. Like, just for example, the women's team is now getting paid as much as the men's soccer team because they are talented and they win and they're amazing. And... (laughs) We're seeing that it's okay to be homosexual in sports. It's okay to be part of the LGBTQ community. It's important to view that this view of hegemonic masculinity is going away and it's changing because our society is changing. Thank you for listening to me today. Um, It was really interesting to dive deep into what hegemonic masculinity is in sports and how we can work on changing the idea and the social idea and cultural idea of what masculinity is and that there's not just one type of masculinity and that hegemonic masculinity can be changed from the sexist and homophobic way and angry anger and competitiveness way to a more open-minded way of thinking. Thank you for listening, and hopefully we can all think about what hegemonic masculinity means to us and how we can be the change we want to see in athletics.